This episode of Your True Self is brought to you by my three-month group coaching program, Inner Warrior Awakening. A three-month immersion to break free from past trauma and habits keeping you stuck so you can rediscover yourself and live a life you love. Because let's be honest, you deserve so much more. You deserve a life where joy, connection, freedom and abundance are emotions that you feel every single day. You deserve to feel confident in who you are, removing the self-inflicted pressure to get it right and trust that who you are and what you're doing is perfect for you. It might feel completely out of reach for you right now and I also totally understand that this isn't an overnight thing, nor is it easy, but it is entirely possible for you. It's time to create a new reality for yourself and turn that frown upside down and embrace your inner smile that's so ready to come out and play as you create a fulfilling life for yourself. Doors are currently open and I would love, love, love to have you in there. To find out all of the details, simply click the link in the show notes below or head to JackieRogash.com forward slash inner warrior awakening. Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, We'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths, and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hello, it is so good to be here with you today. Today's episode is fun. Well, I think it's fun anyway. And it's come off the back of a three-day immersion that I hosted recently that was designed to support people to unlock their magic. On day one, the question that I posed and the topic that we explored was, who are you? That's my question for you. Who are you? We spent the session exploring who we are. Because let's face it, often, who am I, is one of the hardest questions to answer. And because of the insane results, outcomes, epiphanies, and so many other things that came from that session, I thought that I would share day one with you here. Today's episode is going to be interactive. You will need to create some time to answer the questions that I pose. Obviously, if you're walking and driving and listening to this, you can still answer them in your mind. But to get the deep results, I invite you to create some time to really sit with the answers, sit with the questions that I ask and then answer them. It also means that you will need to push pause and then write and then push play a couple of times. Obviously, I could do this episode and include the pauses, but that would be really strange. So I'm just going to talk through what we spoke about in day one and trust that you push pause 
at the right time. So question number one, who are you? Who am I? Again, this is a seemingly simple question, but I know it can be really hard to answer. And before I go any further, I would love for you to take a couple of minutes to write down who you are, who you believe you are in this moment without me explaining anything else. I don't want you to overthink it. I don't want you to overanalyze it. Just write down who you are. You know, maybe you could imagine that I'm a stranger that you meet on the street and I ask you to tell me a bit about yourself. What do you say? So push pause here <laughs> and answer question one, who am I? And all of the questions will be in the sh- are in the show notes as well. Okay, now that you've done that, take a moment to look over or reread what you've written and notice how much of who you are is based on external things. What you do for work, if you're a parent, a mother, a sister, a friend, how does who you are relate to other people or things? Isn't it funny that when we think about ourselves, we automatically think about who we are, who we are to others and who we are in other situations. For some reason, I partly blame societal conditioning and the patriarchy, but let's let's not get started on that one. Like we automatically revert to what we do for others and who we are to others, how others perceive us rather than who we actually are. So this episode is less about me teaching or talking through things, but it is more of an exploration of your own. As I said, there are a series of questions that I have for you, which are all in the show notes, so you can come back to them, but I'll obviously also say them in here as well. Let's start by thinking about your personality. What makes you, you? Are you funny, caring, empathetic, kind, stubborn, jealous, active, a doer, no bullshit, black and white, soft and fluffy? You know, we could be here all day with different examples that I can give you. But I want you to be really honest with this one. Sometimes some of the traits we carry that really make us us, we can be ashamed of or shy away from because at some stage we've been told it's not good to be that way. But if you don't own them, if you don't own who you are, then how can you know who you are? For me, I am caring, compassionate, resilient, strong, soft, gentle, jealous, Active, forgiving, trusting, won't take any shit, quick to cut ties if you betray me. I'm funny, I'm a lover, I'm someone who wants to support others and again, I could probably continue for a whole episode but these are just some of the things that make me me and I am jealous and I do get jealous at times because of what's happened to me in the past and even if I don't want to be, Sometimes I can't help it, right? I just get to in a situation and I notice myself feeling jealous. You know, I am easily able to reground myself and have the conversation around that, but it's something that I'm really, really aware of. Whereas once upon a time, I would have told everyone, no, I'm not jealous. No, I don't care what anyone does. No, it doesn't bother me. That's just bullshit, right? Because we're told jealousy is not good, not a good thing. But we all feel it at some stage so question number two 
is how would you describe your personality? I just want to reiterate that none of this is meant to make you feel bad or add any guilt or blame. If anything, I really encourage you to use this space to be your most unapologetic self. Take up space and claim your truth. No one is going to judge you because really no one is going to see what you write unless you tell someone, right? So if you're just having this conversation with yourself, be honest, Okay, next question. Are you introverted or extroverted? Now, there can sometimes be a misconception about this. Introverted and extroverted doesn't mean outgoing and shy. Sure, it can, but that's not really the definition. And this is obviously me just um, probably butchering the definition, but um, elaborating a little bit. Introverted means you gain energy and are recharged when you're by yourself, when you go inside, when you're able to take some time by yourself, you know, to go inwards, having time and space to yourself. Extroverted means you're energized when you're around other people. So being around other people really, really like gives you that energy and fuels you as opposed to bringing you down. Another myth about being introverted doesn't mean that you don't like people In fact, introverts can be like the best people to have in your circle because when they let someone in, they really let them in, right? They may not have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of friends or they may, but they have the right friends, right? And they will have beautiful, big, juicy, deep conversations. So if you're in the inner circle of an introvert, hold on to your hats because you're in for the most beautiful ride. And then you could be like me. I'm an omnivert. So I'm both introverted and extroverted. It just depends on what I need at the time and who I'm around, what I've been doing. Like it depends on a whole bunch of factors, right? So question three, are you introverted or extroverted? Now let's look at energies. I could do a whole podcast episode on energies, masculine and feminine energies, I'm mindful that we're doing this as a process. So to summarize really quickly, if you're new to energies, masculine energy is typically the mind. It is when you're doing things, right? So if you're in your masculine, you're thinking, you're taking action, you're doing. Feminine energy is more around the body connection and how you feel. So if you think masculine thinking, feminine feeling. So before making a decision, if you're in your feminine energy, you really lean into how does that feel? What feels like the right thing to do? A question that you would ask yourself often is what do I like? What do I need right now? What do I want to do? Right. And they can coincide with each other beautifully. A lot of people before they learn about this, tend to live more in one than the other and can feel quite out of alignment. Then when you figure it out, you're like, oh, okay, I get it, right? But it might look like instead of just being asked a question and taking action straight away, which is full masculine, you might get asked a question and you sit with it and you feel into it and 
you allow the answer or the action to come to you, feminine energy, and then you action it, masculine energy. So really they work together so, so well. I used to solely live in my masculine um, to the point I didn't even know what masculine and feminine energies were. I thought feminine energy was like flowers and flower crowns and florally dresses um, as opposed to what it actually is. And the first Reiki session I ever had, um, she said to me at the end, she's like, you need to switch your mind off. She's like, your mind is just going like you're just in your masculine. You're not doing anything from your feminine. And so it was a real journey for me to reconnect to, or not even reconnect, to discover what feminine energy looked and felt like for me. Um, For me, I did used to wear, like through that time, I would wear more feminine clothes to like drop in. That was kind of my little trigger to help me drop into my feminine energy. And, you know, I would probably say that I'm still more masculine than feminine, but I very much play in both spaces. And I know like in some of my programs, I've written whole masterclasses on this. So again, this is like a super, super short snippet. So question four, do you live predominantly in your masculine or feminine energy or do you have a balance? Now for some quick fire questions. So I'm just going to read through the questions and chat through them super quickly. So what traits and characteristics best describe me? So what describes you? Are you adventurous? Are you outgoing? Are you shy? Are you fun? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you anxious? Are you energized? You know, whatever. What traits and characteristics best describe you? Six, what do you love and what do you hate? What do you love and what do you hate? It can be anything. It can be life things. It can be things about other people, whatever you want. What do you love? What do you hate? Write down what comes up for you when I ask you that. The next two questions, what turns you on and what are your pet peeves? So what turns you on can absolutely be sexual if you want it to be. If you're like, this is a turn on for me, go for it. But also, if you think about life, like what is a real igniter for you? What is something that you're like, yep, this is epic. You know, I know a lot of females in my circle um, like deep conversations turn me on someone who sees me turns me on for me yeah epic conversations with clients seeing people actually prioritize themselves that turns me on right obviously there are sexual things as well that turns me on but I'm not going into that on this episode uh what are your pet peeves again can be about people can be about life can be about anything Next question, what are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? Again, questions are in the show notes. So if you didn't write them down quick enough, they're questions five to 10 in the show notes. Now let's dream a little, or actually let's dream a lot. If you could do or be anything in the world, what would it be? If you could do or be anything in the world what would it be and everybody's answer to this question is going to be so unique 
for some it'll be around, you know, a high-flying corporate career. For others it'll be around a peaceful life. Others it might be adventuring. Others it might be, you know, making shitloads of money. Who knows? Who knows? But if you could be anything in the world, what would it be? And I'm not asking what your family think you should be or I'm not asking what you are. I'm asking if you could be. If there was not one obstacle in front of you, what would you do or be? Next question. What is the big dream I have for myself? What is the big dream you have for yourself? So this might be similar or it might be very different. You know, my big dream, I'm actually living it. You know, it's having freedom and flexibility to spend my days how I want. It's supporting people. It's making difference a difference in the world. It's having a beautiful family. There are a couple of things that I still dream about. You know, my dream home on some land. And... I think money, like financial freedom would be another one and like really content financial freedom. Again, not about millions, just about what works for me. So what is the big dream you have for yourself? Now, the final two questions. After doing all of this, pretty much (laughs) analyzing your internal world, who are you really? Who are you really? And following on from that, what part or parts of yourself are you not claiming or living into? These two questions are so important. And I hope or believe that who you are now compared to who you were when you started this, listening to this episode and right answering these questions is going to be either a little or a lot different. And what are you not claiming? that's a big one. What parts of you are you hiding from the world? What are you not showing people? What are you not embracing? What are you not allowing to come through? Right? What are you hiding from the world? What are you not claiming or living into? Big question. Big question and I know that. But I also know every single person who was on, um, who did the immersion with me, um, had something that they weren't claiming or living into. And so maybe that's true for you too. And if you've gotten to the end of this and realised there is a part of yourself you're not claiming for whatever reason, and don't worry, the why you're avoiding it is a big part of an exploration in itself. But my big question for you is, What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I know it can be so petrifying to really claim our truth, the parts we hide and everything else, and to show the world that. So what if instead of like ripping off the band-aid and feeling like you're jumping off a 100-meter diving board into like a blow-up pool, you gave yourself the space to take a little step off a small rock into a vast ocean. Feel the difference? Feel the difference in pressure there? And what I mean by that, what if you gave yourself to first really claim and live into what you're hiding 
What if you allowed yourself to get comfortable with that first? For you to get comfortable with that. If you got celebrated for it. If you had space to incorporate it into your life in a way that didn't like override your nervous system. To slowly, slowly start to really show the world who you truly are. How would that feel? I can tell you right now, even saying that to you uh, feels fucking amazing. It feels calm and grounded and just easy, really easy. And I would love to support you to do just that, to allow you the space to claim what you are hiding in a way that feels easy. Because that's what Inner Warrior Awakening is all about. It's about giving you the space and support to claim who you are. To create a new reality for yourself. To open your heart and soul up to the endless possibilities that are available for you when you say yes to yourself. And if you're ready and you would love support to claim who you are, the doors to Inner Warrior Awakening are now open. To find out all of the details and sign up the link is in the show notes below or you can head to jackierogash.com forward slash inner warrior awakening come and join us come and join us it is going to be a really really beautiful ride and early bird pricing finishes on the 16th of november so you only have a day or two left to join and save 500 dollars. anyway my loves that is it for today and I really really hope that you have enjoyed this journey I'm quite aware that you've probably spent a lot longer than the 20 or so minutes it's like this recording actually is but it is a journey worth going on I promise you that Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.